What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Chuck Dorito Talk Sports, the Ohio's premiere. Today, I'll be talking about the Indians, the MLB, and also the Indians. They did change their name. Um, I think you might have already knew that, but yes, they changed their name. And I also might be talking a little bit about fantasy football, but we'll see how much time I have left. So... I'm going to start off with the Indians, and yes, they did change their name to the Cleveland Guardians, and it looks like the exact same thing as the as the Indians, it's just a little bit different font. Um, pretty cool jerseys, but uh, yeah, you can look online and look at the jerseys, they're actually not too bad. You see, uh, if you see Jose Ramirez in the Guardians jersey, it's edited, of course, but um, it looks pretty nice on him. And uh, I think you can buy, like, all your jerseys and all the stuff um, in the offseason after the season. And uh, so go buy some shirts and hats. It might be out in, like, a week, but who knows. Um, they have the, there are, there's some logos that they have. There's the Indians logo basically, but just a little bit different font with the S and then, like, underlined. Then there's, like, a G with a wing and a baseball behind it, and it's, like, mirrored um, because there's, like, the G on the other side, but you can't see the whole thing. There's Cleveland. It's a little bit different fonts than it was before on their alternate away jerseys, and then the C is a little bit different, too. So, not too much of a difference, but just a different name. But I actually kind of like it. Um, lo- looking at all the jerseys, seeing something new. So uh, that's going to be nice. I hope they can do like the old uh, Crooked C um, on one of their jerseys when they play like the Yankees home or something like that. Because we like two classic jerseys teams. So that would be pretty cool. But who knows? when that's going to happen, or if they're going to actually do that, but that would be pretty cool. Um, now for the Indians game last night, they um, were tied up 4-4 going into the ninth inning, and Tampa Bay Rays, man, they just scored so many runs that the Indians didn't even have a chance. I mean, they scored six runs in the ninth inning. So, that stinks for sure, and this is how the game went. So, and Nelson Cruz got traded to the game, or to the Rays, just a day before, so we got to play his first game as, as a Ray. But in the um, top of the first with one out, G-Man Choi hit a ground, or excuse me, a line out with a Ernie Clement leaping catch, which is pretty nice. And then... Arosa Little League, see uh, him scoring from third home, and then so I didn't see the whole thing happened, uh, but I think it was a s- single that um, went into uh, the. Or Cesar Hernandez cut it off, then Jose Ramirez got it, but he bobbled it, and he got it got stuck in his glove, and then he made a throw home, and then the catcher, I'm pretty sure that was Austin Hedges, 
he missed the ball. And then a Rosarina, I think, got in the park home run. So that's crazy. And then it was 3-0 in the top of the second. Then Nelson Cruz had a solo home run. Um, and he's, he's hit many home runs against the Indians before. Of course, because he's played against the Indians because he was a former twin. But then Jose Ramirez comes back and fixes up the errors and comes back yet again and gets a three-run home run. And it's 4-3. Tampa Bay still leads in the bottom of the third. Then Jose Ramirez gets a game-tying um, double off the wall. And Cesar Hernandez scores, or excuse me, Jose Ramirez got a triple out of it. And that's in the bottom of the seventh, but they can't score again. And then Joe Wendell got a go-ahead single up in the gap. And uh, a Rosarina scores. And then G-Man Choi got a three-run home run. It's like a big pop-out or pop-fly, but... Just barely got over the wall. Then Yandy Diaz um, gets in uh, Nelson Cruz um, on a fielder's choice. And then it's 9-4 Tampa. And then Wander Franco got an RBI single and kept it going. So, not the best uh, pitching by Nick. Nick Whitgren or Blake Parker. And um, then Daniel Johnson, he got a solo home run, but that didn't really matter. Uh, I mean, it was nice that they got the home run, but you're down five and you got no chance. And Ahmed Rosario got out on three pitches. It was a check swing and 99 miles per hour pitch. But uh, Pete Fairbanks steals the deal, and the Indians have lost the their last um, two games, and it's not been too hot when they play the Rays. So they play today at 7-10, and then they play tomorrow at 1-10 to finish the series against the Rays. The standings um, for the whole MLB, the Red Sox are first, the White Sox are also their first in the AL Central, and the Astros are first in the AL West. The Indians are nine games behind the White Sox. Rays are one game behind the Red Sox, and I don't think the Indians will make the playoffs. They were supposed to stink, but, I mean, having the same record as a team that's in fourth place, would, that's not good at all. Um which is the Blue Jays in the AL East and the Angels. They're also fourth place. They're the closest team and the Mariners. They're like right, the Indians are right in between the Mariners and the Angels, which is three and four teams. So it looks like the playoffs right now, if they were to have the playoffs right now, it would be Red Sox, Rays, Yankees, White Sox, Astros, Athletics, and Mariners. And the Yankees would be last. So, yeah, and then, so, it looks like the AOS, it's actually doing way better than you would think it would be. Um, Angel's probably not going to do anything better. Mike Trout's been out for a while. 
Um, and then for the AOS, for the Rangers, they're not even close. They're 0-10 their last 10 games. And, yeah, it's just been terrible. So, not too good for the Indians. They got to get on a big hot streak and play some cupcakes. Just like the Brewers do and the Cubs right now because they're playing the Diamondbacks. Um, but then they'll be playing the Reds for a four-game series home. So, we'll see what's going to happen with the Cubs and with the Diamondbacks. I'm sure the Cubs will sweep them. Um, they won yesterday 8-3, and they play today at 2 220 and tomorrow at 220. So, the first-place teams in the NL Conference or divisions, um, the Mets are first, the Brewers are first, and the Giants are first. Dodgers are three games behind the Giants. The Padres are four and a half games behind the Giants. Um, this looks like it's going to be a very good uh, playoff situation, but it looks like if the playoffs were to start today, it's going to be the Mets, Brewers, Giants, Dodgers, Padres, and Reds, and the Cardinals. So... That means yeah, that like, the Phillies would need their their one game behind the Cardinals, or their half game behind the Cardinals, and the Reds gotta get a couple more wins just to be secure, and also maybe even get in that first place spot. There's six and a half games around the Brewers, which is a little bit tough, but I think they could do it right now. Um, they won their game against the Cardinals and came back, and then they play today home against the Cardinals. And the, uh, I think they might have hit a walk-off, but they come right back. Oh, Tyler Stevenson got a sacrifice fly in the bottom of the eighth, and then um, it must have been like Amir Garrett seals the deal. So, good for the um, Reds, and we'll see what's going to happen with the Reds and all the rest of the teams. Um, Now I'm going to move over to fantasy football, and... Also, they're the crew. I'm going to say the crew, they play um, tonight. And we'll see what's going to happen um, as they play Atlanta United away. And it's at 3.30, so possibly could win. But who knows? They they had really close games, and they got to get more wins. Their last loss was against um, Philadelphia Union on, our, uh, on June 23rd. But they've been hot since then, even even before. So I think they'll be at least close. Maybe a draw or a win would be great. Mostly a win. But uh, they have five wins, six draws, six draws, excuse me, and three losses, which is a bunch of draws. Um, and Atlanta um, United, like I told you last episode, they're tenth. So I think they should. Um, win this one. Um, now going over to ESPN Fantasy. That's because that's what I use. Um, but uh, the guys who you want to pick um, for your team, I know it's up really, really early. But, of course, like Patrick Mahomes, uh, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Dalvin Cook, um, Derrick Henry, Josh Allen, Terry Kill, but 
the guys who I would pick for the QB spot, I have the two guys that I want. Josh Allen, who I had last year, who was the number one QB um, for the whole season. But also Justin Herbert. He can get 31 points pretty easily. And he's got some guys with him like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. And I think that they could be possibly doing really well. Um, they'll probably be second in the division. And the reason why is because of Justin Herbert. So I think their offense will be rolling. But uh, I would sli- um, not get uh, Kyler Murray. He might have some injuries. Um, he's got, but he, he does have a lot of weapons. So he could, he could do that and he can run. But I don't think he'll be as good as last year. You can still pick him, but not as much. He's not He's not going to be as good as last year. Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott will be way better um, with Amari Cooper. Um, still Zeke and C.D. Lamb. It's going to be his first full season, hopefully, that he'll play with C.D. Lamb. And C.D. Lamb going to his second season. So I think that will be good for Dak. Russell Wilson, uh, D.K. Metcalf's not too, doing too good, but... Tyler Lockett, um, he's been doing too pr- pretty good, but I wouldn't pick anybody on their offense. Um, you never know what's, what's going to happen with the Seahawks offense after Russell Wilson trying to get traded um, at the end of last season. So we'll see again. We'll see what's going to happen. Um, and then Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he'll play for the whole season at all. Um, who knows? Hopefully he doesn't because the Browns play him on Christmas Day, and that would be nice if the Browns win then. But um, Aaron Rodgers, you you got to – yeah, I wouldn't draft him at first, but if you see him playing or if you hear any news before the, your draft, um, I would probably pick him up um, and see because he does really well. He was second best last year. Um, then there's Tom Brady. Kind of a lot of weapons, but I would more – lean on Mike Evans um, because Tom Brady turned the ball to him. Mike Evans, he can he can gain the yards. Um, so I think it's more Mike Evans and Tom Brady in that one. The running backs, Chris McCaffrey, of course, Alvin Kamara, 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 whatever you want to call him, Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. But Nick Chubb, he's going to do really well again. Um, I mean, he didn't do too well last year because he did. He was hurt for four weeks, but he'll be able to come back in Kareem Hunt. They'll, they'll both get over a thousand yards this season. I'm sure of it. Um, and Austin Eckler is going to be a little bit underrated, so I would put him as your flex spot and try to pick him in the sixth round. And you're trying to get guys more in the later rounds, but when you know that they're, they're superstars, you got to get in the early rounds. But then you also got to think like this guy's pretty good. Try to get him in the later rounds. But if you see that he's kind of creeping up towards the top of the best players on this um, on the draft list, then you probably got to pick him. Um, Joe Mixon, don't pick him at all. He's terrible, and he just you always want to pick him, but he just doesn't do too well. Tony Gibson, uh, pretty good flex, pretty good bench player. I would probably pick him maybe for the bench. Um, Right over to Lair, he's also going to do really well on J.K. Dobbins. But the problem with J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson's probably going to be running the ball mostly. So it's kind of tough to go back and forth with J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson only running the ball when they have Marquise Brown and Willie Sneed, um, the fourth, and 
there's like one other and Mark Andrews. So there's also Najee Harris, rookie. I don't think he would do too well. Uh, Chris Carson, David Montgomery, also good bench player. Excuse me, bench players. James Robinson being the um, seventh best last year, I would pick him also as a bench player. But also maybe even starting. Like there's a whole group of guys. I I don't really know how how big your league's gonna be. My league that I'm doing with my friends is only a six-man league, but might be an eight-man league. But I'm just balancing out, are they going to be bench players or are they going to start? So those players would probably start, but Ronald Jones, if you're in like a 10-man league, Ronald Jones, uh, um, excuse me, <clears throat> Can, uh, excuse me, geez, Kenyon Drake and uh, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Leonard Fournette. I don't know about David Johnson because he's on the Texans, so I wouldn't pick anybody on the Texans. But that's about about it for the running back. Excuse me, sorry. Sorry. <clears throat> so I'm gonna end it off right there. I'm gonna go back to the wide receivers and tight ends, and then I'll also do the defense and the kickers. Maybe I don't know because they're not super important, but still part of the fantasy football team. So I'll talk about those next week. So. Um, have a great week. I won't be able to do a, a podcast for the next whole week. So make sure you tune in to like Sports Center um, or any radio sports channel. So make sure to just tune in and I'll make sure to catch up with you guys next week, probably on Sunday. So have a great week and until next time.